Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. One of the things that really grabbed my attention recently is the importance of versatility. Now, many of us can't go on Easter egg hunts. Many of us can't go out and enjoy this great weather right now. And there are so many restrictions put upon us. But one of the things that we can do is to start to embrace the power of versatility. And I'll tell you what really did it for me. There's an Indian dish, one of the most well-known and loved dishes in all of India. It's regarded as the ultimate meal in a pot. It's known as khichri. So khichri is made with rice and lentils, and it's just boiled together with some spices, and that's your base. But here's where the versatility comes in. You can have that base, and you can mix, you can change the ratios. You can have more protein, higher lentils, less carbs, lower rice. Once you've got that base, now you can start to inject different kinds of vegetables inside it. You can vary it and make it a Mexican flavor kitchery. You can make it an Indian flavor, or an Italian one with basil and oregano, or you can make it any other flavor or modulation. You can add tofu, you can add any kind of substance inside that mix, that pot. And that's where the versatility of the dish comes in. And it got me thinking, how can we start to apply this versatility in different areas of our life? So for example, taking this rice dish, this khichri, how, what other areas can you start to use this in, for example, your diet and nutrition? What do you have in the kitchen right now that you could start to combine differently? What ingredients lend themselves to juxtaposing and what i'm encouraging all of us to do is to start to look at what's in our pantry in our kitchen in a different light for example if you're used to using flowers to bake breads maybe you can use to use those flowers to create something else pizza dough bases for example if you're using if you have other stock if you have vegetables you can make soups rather than stir fries so it's starting to shift how we see food and the relationship we have with food trying and change it to make it something that's going to be valuable for all of us so tip number one using versatility to improve and variate our diet and our nutrition by getting creative with what we have in our kitchens step number two or tip number two rather is getting versatile in our physical health and what i mean by getting versatile in our physical health is getting really curious about exercise so for those of us who like myself were very much into the gym routine going in working out pushing weight all that kind of stuff clearly for a lot of us that's not possible for many of us who wanted to go on a run going on a run is becoming increasingly more difficult as well but here are other things you see it goes back to what is the purpose of what what you're doing? If the purpose was to go for a run, then that's one thing. But for most people, it's not to go for a run. If you ask yourself the right questions, you may discover that the purpose wasn't to go for a run. The purpose was to get fit. So if the purpose was to get fit or stay fit or get healthier, then you can start to look 
curiously, what you can substitute that running for. So for examples with uh, home physical workouts, with resistance training, I didn't have access to weights to use to do dumbbell presses. So look what I got. I got myself one of these, a resistance band. So now I can start to use a resistance band and the resistance band becomes a tool that I can use to create workouts as so. Now I have my shoulder press. So you see this, now I have a shoulder press. Now if I put it right here, I have a tricep press. It becomes a tricep press. If I bring it out here, it becomes a chest expander. In other words, it becomes a rear delt workout just for your rear delts. So you can see that with one band, there's so much variation. I didn't show you this, but I'm gonna show you just here because I'm gonna stand up and do it. You can place the band on the floor and suddenly stepping on the band, now it becomes it becomes a deadlift or a shrug. So you can shrug or you can deadlift or you can go right down and then you can just squat with the band. So I just wanted to show you. And then look, here's another one. You can prop it to a, to a machine and now it becomes a bicep curl. Just from one band, just from one band. So the point I'm trying to make here is to really encourage all of us to start getting creative and adapt how we looked at a particular mo mo protocol or mode of our life, whether that be fitness, whether it be nutrition, diet, whatever it may be. And so there again, start to look at what you can do to introduce your keep fit routine to work around the limitations that many of us have upon us. The third tip in this area is becoming versatile daily. Now, this means changing routine. For example, changing the routine to fit around the things that we have. Our kids, our partner, family demands, the work. How can we shift? Here's a few ideas. Num number one, time shift some of your office workloads. If you have the ability to be able to chunk your work, your office work, your business work out into segments, maybe you can do some of it during the day and then some of it in the evening. One of my co one of my professional coaching clients is a senior in a law firm. Now she, with the rest of her team, are finding that the demand on their service is way too high. So what they're doing is they're just working around parts of the clock. So they're working, some teams will come in and do an eight, they're just shift working, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then others are working from the afternoon till 8 p.m. in the evening. What they've done, and then they rotate for one week, they'll do earlies, one week they'll do late. And so they're trying to find a way of fairness and making their routine more versatile to work around the limitations of their technology and their servers and their bandwidth. bandwidth. And so ask yourself, whether you're in that scenario or not, can you chunk some of that time that you have? Maybe you can move some of your work to the evening when the kids are asleep, for example, or maybe you can do it first thing in the morning before people are awake and bandwidth is low. So start to see how you can look at your workloads, your office workloads differently. Another tip in this area, timeshare your space, changing from, so sharing your space. If you're in, all in the same space, it can get too much. So perhaps you can take one space for two hours or an hour and a half, and then somebody else gets for an hour and a half. So the members of the family get to share a space. It's not always practical, but if there's, for example, especially with weather, for those of you who are in the season of summer, it's always possible to get outside. So, and here's a great tip. As you know with the saying, a change of scenery is almost as good as a rest. So we can really use that to our advantage. We can start to get versatile about where we work. Rather than being rigid about working at our office desk, we can take our laptops, 
or our other work instruments and just go outside in the garden or go outside in another room. And what we're going to do then, by just by changing the environment that you're working in, being versatile about where you work can start to really make a difference in the results you get to. It increases productivity. And you know I love productivity. It increases productivity, it increases creativity, and it encourages ultimately innovation because and problem solving because you're in a different space. Just that change of space can make all the difference. The third tip is to find a way in your daily protocol to get some time away from your main routine so this is again now this is becoming versatile about self-care so whilst you're dedicating yourself to working in the business or perhaps you've pivoted and now you're working on the business that's another versatility enhancement right working from in the business to on the business but once you work for two three four hours we all know studies show time and time again that our productivity starts to fade after a certain time. So what we want to do is really shift it up and get versatile by introducing or injecting a small workout in the day. Or it might be a hobby. As small as 15 minutes can make the difference. Just taking 15 minutes to do a short workout, to take some time to go and do something with your family members, give them a break. I was just speaking to one of my coaching clients who is in the construction industry and she has a teenage son. Uh, she has executive responsibilities and she's struggling to keep this kid uh, sane and the kid's driving her insane. So what they've started to do is um, it came to light. I was asking her, what does he love? What's his passion? And she interestingly said that, well, aside from playing computer games and talking to his mates, one of his passions is cooking. So we came up with this idea of having him putting him in charge. Now, this is empowering a child, making them feel that they have some control during this time of uncertainty and disruption, right? Powerful thing. The kid now gets a chance to create the menu schedule for the week, and now they're taking turns. She cooks two, three times a week. He cooks two, three times a week. And now what they've done is therefore brought that structure and changed the situation around. And so I put to you, think about how you can break up your workloads and do something with your family member, like cooking, like a hobby, like something else that breaks up that hard focus that you've been having on your one thing. Right, tip number, tip number four in versatility is changing our thinking, becoming more versatile about our thinking. Now this moves into the area of changing from a disempowering thought to an empowering thought. So a lot of us are in difficult time and I think many of us can relate to wondering what does the future hold? How can we find certainty in this difficult time? What will it lead to? Well, here's a powerful trick that you can do to build your resilience, versatile thinking. Ask yourself with that particular fear or concern you have about the unknown or the uncertain, let's say it's about losing your job or finding more business. What's the See here, it's important to remember that the items that you, the, the items that you can really be sure about and un identifying those items that you can be sure about because the rest is guesswork. The rest is conjecture. We don't know what's happening in the future, but if we can separate in that worry that you have, those things that you're absolutely sure about and you know to be true and separate those things that, that are not true and that are just conjecture or belief, we can start to deconstruct that worry and start to have it dis start to be empowered again and break its disempowering grip upon us.
We can do that by just asking that powerful question, what's the worst that can happen? And if you start to really ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Invariably, you find that it's actually not as bad as it could be. And taking any example, any of you right now, if you're in a business, the worst that could happen is you may have to pivot your business entirely. You may have to give up the existing business. Many of us have. Many of us have had to drop what we're doing and shift and change the way we're doing it. And this is, again, versatile thinking, starting to pivot and see how we can change things that we have within our control, ascertain the facts, discard the reality, discard the myths, which are just beliefs, and then look at what we can control. Now, this also moves into another form of empowering thinking, which is what's the most frequent disempowering thought I have? Consciously bringing it to the surface through meditation, through mindfulness, we can really bring to surface that disempowering thought, the most frequent disempowering thought. Not when you're in the moment of panic and you're gripped and you don't know you even have that thought, but when you're in a moment of calm and you're in a relatively undistracted state, try to bring to your mental forefront what the most frequent disempowering thought is now once you've got that ask yourself what new empowering thought or vision can i replace that thought with does that make sense what new empowering thought or vision could i replace that thought with if i could swap out magically swap out that old recurring highly disruptive disempowering thought with a new, more empowering, empowering thought, what would that be? The more you start to think of what that empowering thought can be, the more you start to cogitate on what that empowering thought could be, you start to give yourself the permission, your subconscious, the permission to actually start to take it on board. The very thought, the very act of bringing it to your conscious, as in the new volume dial on that disempowering thought you want to replace and when you start to bring that new empowering thought to the forefront the next thing to do the practical thing is what steps can i take to help make that thought shift happen i'll repeat it again once that new empowering thought is brought to your mind the next step is to ask yourself what steps can i take to help make that thought shift happen and you can do that you can actually do that by starting to deconstruct what that empowering thought looks like. So let's take a practical example. Let's say that the disempowering frequent thought that you have is that I'm not going to have a job in the next few months and I'm, my furlough is going to go and they're just going to let me go. And I'm, I don't know how I'm going to find another role. So let's say that's your most frequent disempowering thought. Now, here's an empowering thought that you could replace. What if the empowering thought or vision is I am going to create a new income stream through a particular interest or talent that I have. And I'm going to start it now while I'm furloughed so I can get it off the ground over the next few months. What if that's the new empowering thought that you have? I'm going to be the owner of my own small business with a residual income stream by September. Now that's your new empowering thought. Now you can look at the steps and deconstruct what that looks like. Well, what does it look like? Well, it looks like I need to identify what that talent or skill or interest is. I need to understand where the need and demand for it is or is going to be. I need to understand if I have the capability and the skills skills and the knowledge to be able to deliver or offer that service. Once you start to get answers to those questions, you can start to fill the gaps to those answers and start to build 
the basis of a plan that allows you to start moving in that direction and start to lay the foundations of that new business, of that new idea. And so you're starting to now move and shift your thinking. You're using your versatility power, your V power, to shift from disempowering thinking that's crippling our mind to empowering thinking that's going to empower and start to give us results in the months to come. So I hope that all makes sense. I know that you're going to be able to use this in your own life. I know that you'll be able to find ways to put it to good use, start to see how you can use it, apply V power, versatile thinking, versatile action, versatile behavior into your life. Let us know here what you're going to do, because by sharing your ideas in these comments and sharing these posts, we can really start to fire our imagination which ultimately is more powerful than our conscious mind. Let us not forget that. Einstein didn't say that for no reason. So let us start doing that from today. Share. And if you would like some help personally, one-on-one -on -one, to work with this or your organization could do with some coaching and support during this time, either for your workforce at home and they want regular coaching on a weekly basis or for your leaders and you want an online leadership mastermind to support you, let me and my team help you. We'll get in touch and we will support you during this difficult time to empower you and get you back on track during these difficult times. Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments, subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops or retreats or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality and we will catch you the next episode.